What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? I'm AO. And I'm Champ. And this is AO and, and Champ. Oh, we got it again. Bah, 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 all of that stuff. Hey, look, uh, thank you for tuning in to our show where we talk about marriage, family, and current events. Uh, we're just your average married couple. It, except we may be a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now, whether you're watching live, tuning into the recording, or listening to the podcast, please make sure to share this out wherever that share button is on your screen. With your family and friends, and please make sure that you use the hashtag AO and Champ. That's A O A C A A N P. Woo! Yeah. Bars. Yeah. All right, that's enough. Look, all right, that's enough. That's enough. You good? You good? Hey, look. Before we get into it, y'all probably heard my my production assistant, our production assistant over here making noise and everything. You want to bring us some? Bring us some water. Bring us some water. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here she is. Oh, uh, thank you, baby. Oh, uh, I think this be... I'll take this one. I'll take the cold one. Hey, come on. Come here. Come here. Say what's up. Everybody give it up for Mini Champ. Yeah. Oh, you say what's up? I'll go ahead and introduce yourself. My bad. Good. Go ahead. You going to say something? You going to say who you are? I'm Mini Champ. You got to look up there to the camera. The camera's up there. I'm Mini Champ. Uh-huh. How old are you, baby? What grade are you in, sweetheart? Um, kindergarten. Oh, kindergarten. It's a new school year, y'all. Y'all, y'all got to work with it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, this is like one of our co-hosts, production assistants. You know what I'm saying? All right. Say goodbye to the people, baby. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Let's do current events. You want to start with current events? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I down. think we shall, my lady. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, normally when we do current events, we end up in Florida for some reason, because uh, Florida has all of the crazy news, all the wild news, uh, but okay, not well. today. Production assistant, I'm going to need you to be quiet. Turn around and sit down, baby. All right. Now, uh, this, our current event today is actually local yes. and national slash international news. You feel yes. me? Yes. All of that wrapped into one. You know what I'm saying? So we would like to give a big shout out to Adante Dallas, a.k.a. Man Man. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing on that court. Hooping, balling it up. 14 years old. You know what I'm saying? He's representing the great 580. Yes. And he's representing us well. Um, He's the only player from Lawton and the only player from the state of Oklahoma to be in the junior NBA World Championship games right now. That's dope. Now, so far, that's dope. That's dope. dope. So, y'all at home, give it up for the man, 14 years old. Oh, and he will be playing for Mac this year. Yeah. Mac High School. Get it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't from here, but that's our district right there. East side is where we be at. Mac, man, man, (laughs) gonna do something. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to buy some tickets this year. We're going to go see that. You know what I mean? Now, so far he's played in about six, played against about 16 teams to get to this world championship. He's with a team down in Dallas. Uh, So he actually travels down to Dallas to to play with this team, and they've been whooping up on some teams. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Um, Doing it big. Doing it big. These teams that they played against have been comprised of players from, like, India – Mexico, Mexico, China, China, and even Africa. I, I see. 
I see you plugged it in. Black <laughs> pants are on him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. saying forever, baby. I got the snap shirt on. <laughs> got that snap shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my drag out of my water almost. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that, that, that was it. Uh, so, once again, congratulations to someone representing the great 580 yes. and representing yes. us well on the big stage. Azante Dallas, we're proud of you, man. Uh, keep up the good keep work. Keep up the good work, man. Keep up the good work. And this the is L. why we call it great. The great, great 580. Let's go. Okay. All right. So let's let's move right along because I would like to spend some time on this okay. next part. Um, and it's the discussion that we've been uh, talking about. Now, uh, recently, just last night, we were binge watching one of our favorite shows to watch. Uh, I think we've seen every single episode of this show and its spinoff. Yes. Yes. So our one of our favorite Good shows, show. Blackish. Now, Blackish surrounds uh, follows the the life of a uh, upper middle class, may, maybe even more than middle class. They they got some money. Uh, black family living in the suburbs in California and how they navigate through uh, everyday life, balancing their uh, their affluence and yeah. and their blackness, uh, so to speak, if that's if that's where you want to put it, you know how, how to be true to being black as they feel what being black is, yeah, and also dealing with the amount of success that they've had, being uh-huh. a doctor and, a, and an executive VP of a marketing firm, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a really good show, funny, upbeat, upbeat, you know it's really upbeat. Upbeat, this song is really upbeat, upbeat. Oh, that's your song? Oh, my bad. All right, look, I, I went and seen Teen Titans go to the movies with my kids. Right. And that was one of the songs, that upbeat song, Go Hard. But anyway, it's normally a really upbeat uh, upbeat show. But, spoiler alert, we finished out the last season that they put. You When you say spoiler alert, you got to... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, if you have not seen... The last season of Blackish, or even the last, which is a six episodes. Uh, let's finish what you were saying, and then I can shake my head yes or no. Okay. If you haven't seen the last season, we're going to talk slightly about what happens in this last season. Okay. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, uh, I'm not going to tell you. You might want to stop watching this. Right. Because I want you to continue to watch this. Okay? Just, I apologize in advance. Rainbow... The wife mm-hmm. goes through, originally, to start off, postpartum depression. Yes. Right? And then, from there, she gets better. But then they go through a rough patch in their marriage. And the show gets really dark. Both figuratively and literally. Yeah. The lights, like, They They dim. changed the lighting for, like, a few episodes to where everything was dark. Right? So, anyway, they go through rough patches in their marriage. Right. And it leads to all sorts of things. Um, they go through a separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go through parenting issues. Yeah. I mean, even uh, problems in their intimate life. So, we were yeah. watching that, and we were like, wow, this is really serious. This is... Uh, very 
real. Real life. And for me personally, it yeah. was very familiar. Familiar. In fact, you said that last night, and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what you were talking about. And then, as I thought about it, I was like, okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's so. very familiar. Um, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of couples go through that, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people. We would rather sit and, and act as if everything is okay and everything has always been okay yeah. with with our relationships and with our lives. But that's not true. That's that's just not true and it's not realistic. And I feel like um as as people period, but especially those of us who claim to be Christians and, and walk that that walk and, and believe in that that religion, that faith and have that relationship right. where I'm trying to go here. Um, I, I think that we definitely ruin our, our influence and our witness with other people by trying to put forward that everything is always okay. Everything is always, you know, right. smiles and Hallmark cards and everything like that. You don't seem really relatable. You don't. Um, to people like, and. Um, what up, Jeff? What up? Um, it's hard when people think that your marriage is perfect and they're sitting at home struggling. Um, but because so many people have said, oh, you don't ever tell your business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're struggling and thinking that they're going through it by themselves. When in reality, most marriages go through, um, a rough patch, whether it be kids or finances, um, communication breakdowns, just, <laughs> uh, intimate dry spells. Yeah, where you and your spouse just aren't getting it in, like like you hope or like you used to. Right. You know, um, all of that is is what causes dry spells, causes rough patches, or what makes up a rough patch. Yeah. And um, man, Stephanie and I, Champ and I, I, I use your real name. I apologize. That's my name. Don't call the IRS on us, yo. She on the run. <laughs> She's on the run. My mama name is Stephanie. <laughs> call me Stephanie. <laughs> but nah, Champ and I, we, we have gone through quite a few rough patches. And, um, I mean, we've been married for going on 12 years. Yeah. And next we've been month. together for, oh, next month. Less than a month. Ooh, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks or so. Like good, you. What, mm-hmm. what, girl? Yeah. All right. Well, there's no there's nothing big at twelve that happens in life, right? I don't know. You survived another year. No, I was thinking. You know, like some people when they when they hit like eighteen years of marriage, they're like, "Oh, our marriage can vote, or our marriage can drink because it's twenty one." Our marriage is a preteen. Our marriage is just starting to get musty. <laughs> <laughs> of all things. <laughs> Of all things. Our marriage is just starting to learn about body odor <laughs> and personal hygiene. <laughs> Our marriage is voices about to crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yo, yeah, look, your marriage is now puberty. 
That's true. And Moses said every year is big. Every year is big. Yes. So whether it's 1, 2, 12, 24, 30. My parents are hitting uh, 33 A this lot. week. This Friday, 33. Is it? Good yeah. grief. Wow. But, um, Man. Every year is big, but where was I going with that? We've, we've hit quite a few dry spells, uh, rough spots. Yes. Um, and, and there's a bunch of ways to work through rough spots. Um, your marriage can get pregnant and have it. <laughs> what? Hey, Jeff. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hey, if y'all are watching this, read those comments, man. Jeff Wyland. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But there's oh, many man. ways to get through it. So, for those of you who are watching, mm. before we go into it, I would we would love to, to read or hear of some of the ways that you have gotten through rough patches. We'll yeah. start off. Um, what's a way that you can think of? We'll start off. What's a way that you can... <laughs> You can think of. That's how I get out of rough that. patches. I, I defer <laughs> you, to you. You pass it. Yeah. Here's the ball, coach. Yeah, just hit you with the lob. There you go. Slam dunk that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the coordination. You okay. got that? There you go. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've we gotten better at communication. Well, okay. So, um, communication, for me, I, I'm one to kind of shut down. Um various reasons for that but I tend to shut down where he's more of a talker and um so for me like I would get kind of defensive and stuff and so he would you know he would point that out to me that I was being defensive even though he was just trying to point out something that he noticed um and so one day like I I realized that's what I was doing and I'm not one to, you know, really admit that I'm wrong. Uh, I've gotten better at it. But um, look at me like that if you want to. I, that sounded like it was going somewhere else. Um, no, but um, like he would, uh, I'm sorry, going back. We were in the middle of something, but I realized that I was actually being exactly how he said I was and so I sent him a message text message we were in the same house um but um I sent him a message and I said you know what I need some time because I am being defensive and I need a minute to you know kind of calm down and so he understood that he you know he took that and later we were actually able to come together and talk um, as opposed to me just sitting there not listening for, um, understanding, but more listening for a comeback because right. that's my thing. I'm down for a comeback real quick. But when I noticed that I was doing that, I was like, Oh, let me, I need a minute. So. And we, and that's, that's, that's real. I'll get into some of my stuff here in a second. But I love you do, too, Debbie. We do have some, uh. Some some suggestions here. Uh, Moses, my big brother, put in uh, hanging with happily married people. Yes, yes. I can guarantee you, Champ and I have lasted this long, in part by the efforts of other 
happily married couples. Yeah. Just being there to be an example, to to let us lean on them, uh, sometimes vent frustrations, and just to give us sound advice, godly advice. That's that's a major thing. People who are Absolutely. like-minded and have like beliefs uh, as you and your spouse, uh, allow them to to counsel you. Uh, it doesn't have to be official, you know what I'm saying, but seek counsel from those couples. Um, music. Yes. 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 <laughs> music. Music yeah. is a big thing, and that's something that I use quite a bit. Um, I am a man of many words. <laughs> I don't want to say man of few words. I'm I'm a man of many words, and I very rarely have an issue with uh, articulating how I feel about something. Right. Um, But sometimes, Champ doesn't want to hear it from me. She's tired of hearing me talk. She's tired of hearing my voice. She's tired of hearing me say the same things over. I (laughs) must admit, I can sound very uh, authoritative. Is that a good word? At times? Yes. That's yeah, a good way I can to say it. I can sound very uh, demanding, or or it, it's almost like the same way I speak to my children, as if I'm I'm in charge of everything and my way or the highway type deal. Right. Yeah, and and I and I know that I've gotten a lot better with that. I hope. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Very much. Look, so. I'm I'm asking her. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but um oh no i say it online while everybody watching no just playing no you did you've gotten better really yeah um oh my lord you rest of my heart <laughs> yes but uh <laughs> uh music uh most we gonna, we, I'm about we're gonna get to that one towards the end because that's yeah, absolutely that's a major one bro uh jeff do you think getting some gloves and sparring will be <laughs> bruh um, Ooh, I'm gonna. Uh, I wanted to sometimes. We thought about it. Oh my lord! I watched Snap one episode. I was like, All my life, I had to fight. <laughs> I had to yeah, fight. Uncle Moses did it again. Uncle Moses did it again. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Jeff, that would um that that would depend on you and your wife. I, I mean, we all yes. get through. Oh, and shout out to the uh, to the new people who jumped on. Different ways, I uh, guess. <laughs> Debbie, Jessica, Shanti, Trell. Oh, big cuz Eric. Oh, Miss Simple was watching. Hi, Miss Simple. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, Portia just jumped on. Thank y'all for joining us. Uh, we are de- we are still talking about rough patches and and marriage, uh, rough patches and relationships. Um, let, I'm a, I'm gonna go to. <laughs> I'm going to go to what Moses was saying. Okay. Um, and what he was talking about when he said, Jesus, baby, you're going to have to find a way to sit down and be still. All right. And just chill out. Okay. Okay. I brought you over here because you was over there making all that noise and talking and singing and carrying on. Okay. I thought okay. she had something she wanted to say. I thought she had something she wanted to say, too. I was like, come on over here. Just chill with us. Um, there, there have been plenty of times where... I've gotten to the point where I felt like, okay, this is, this is it. We are done. Done, done, son. Done, done. Done. Find the um, And I don't want to say plenty of times or many times. That makes it seem like, like every other week I was about to walk <laughs> out. 
That's not that true. Might have been. Nah, for, for we, went there, a, we went through a patch. For a pa- it, was for, a, it was a really, it was really rough. bad patch. Really bad. Y'all, patch. I'm telling oh, you. Oh my goodness, it, it lasted for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. what Moses said, we're gonna hash. He went back to uh, hashtag Jesus, right? Uh, yes, it was by the grace of God that we we stayed going. We we kept moving. Um, there have been times, there, there was one time in particular where, I know you remember this, because this is like one of the major points of Do I? marriage. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm about to say. What am I about to say? I don't know. That's what I thought. You All I, I mean? said was, do I? You're like, do I? Like, like we're about to be on some, <laughs> on some telekinesis type stuff, like telepathy or whatever it's called, where I'm like, you think what I'm thinking? One, two, three, pineapples. <laughs> See, and you say something else. But, um, no, uh, where... Hey, Natalie. We had, um, we we had been going through a patch and communication had broken down, and uh, totally. totally. And then some some other things happened, which uh, I I wouldn't mind going into, but I, I'm not right now. That's for another day. But uh, I ended up leaving. And I saw an attorney, and we were on the verge of being divorced. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we definitely were were not too far away from it. Um, that day after seeing the attorney and having everything drawn up, Stephanie was, was not there. Um, I don't even think you knew at that point that I was going through with it. Mm-mm. I don't think you knew. Mm-mm. Uh, on the way back from the attorney's office, because I'm sitting up in the attorney's office, man, I'm crying and stuff. I mean, because I, I didn't want to, but I felt like there was no other option. Yeah. And and uh, I remember coming back home and praying on the way back. The attorney's office wasn't that far from where we lived. So yeah. I remember praying on the way back and coming back in. And I was, I was just asking God to really guide my, my words. Because I didn't want it to be over. Yeah. I wanted to give it one more shot. But I didn't know if you wanted to give it one more shot. We hadn't talked to each other really in like a week or two. Like we, we had yeah, we not, one not, <laughs> not one word. Not one word. For like a week or two. So you can imagine what that does for, for a marriage. Uh, for any relationship. Not talking. You, we have friends right now. If you don't talk to them for a few weeks, they call you up and be like, man, I thought something was wrong, man. We ain't even cool no more, that type of deal. So think about walking around your house with your spouse and you have your, your kids and everything like that, and y'all are talking to the kids but won't talk but to each, each other. other. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we, we had that time. And I remember coming in and I just sat on the edge of the couch and you were sitting on that little swivel thing that we used to have back then. I miss that. I missed that. Man, I missed it. Moving here messed that up. But anyway, you sat on that little uh, swivel thing that that we used to have. And I don't know where the kids were, but it was just you and you and I in the uh, in the living room. Mm-hmm. And that's when I told you what I had done. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I told you what happened. But then I also went further to say that I didn't want to go through with it, and that I was hoping that you didn't either. Right. 
that you that you didn't either. Correct. I said that right. Right. And uh, like a miracle, you spoke. Oh my goodness! Like a miracle, you spoke. Because this was still during the time where you didn't talk. You you shut down. Yeah, I, I'm you serious. I I'm not like. And it, it's taken years, but I'm I'm not really a talker. If I feel like you're attacking me, which it doesn't take much when it's coming from him. Like other people, I'll talk to you. <laughs> if I feel like you're attacking me, then, you know, I'll... Anyway, um, but when it comes to him, like, I felt like he was attacking me personally. So stuff that he would say, I felt like he was just trying to like break me down or something. And I realized later that that wasn't the case, but in this particular uh, instance, not always the case, not always. I'm because I'm, no, cause, sometimes I mean, he was, because like, honestly, sometimes <laughs> when you're, when you're hurt, you want to make the other person feel as bad as you do. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Like I didn't want to <laughs> so, be the only one walking around with my feelings hurt oh, all the time. Lost sound. Hold on. Lost sound. Can you hear us? Is, is it is it up there? Mm-hmm. We lost sound. Hold on real quick. Watch out, case. Let me know go, if you can, there. when you can hear us again. Jeff. Okay, Jeff never said, mind. never mind, got it back. Got it back. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, just, um, oh, you coming back? <laughs> but yeah, at that particular time, um, you know, he, he said that he went to the attorney, and I'm at home falling upstairs. I think I was upstairs in the guest room at the time, um, and like... I don't know what, I remember the day before, we had said something, we were fussing still, but um, he was out of the house, I went upstairs to our guest room, and like, I put my back to the wall, and like, I sunk to the floor, and I'm, I'm bawling my eyeballs out, well, he comes home, and he says, you know, what he said, and um, like, I didn't want a divorce. So for some reason, I actually started talking, which was strange for me to do. Yeah. Because I don't don't do that. (laughs) I was appreciative. Yeah. I was, definitely. And and that's one of the things, like, in in a marriage, you might go through where you have one who's a talker and then you have one who's not. And so... I think it's important for, especially us who don't really say much, I think it's really important for us to really assess the situation because I know that a lot of times if I say something right away, I might hurt his feelings and it it might push him to a place where he then wants to try to hurt my feelings. And so a lot of times I'll, I'll stop talking. And then after I've thought about it for a little while, I'll come back to him and address it. Um, but I think me shutting down, it didn't really help him much because now he's got all these thoughts going through his head, you know, stuff that may not even be going on, but it's running through his head because I'm sitting over here like, yeah, that, oh, that, that burns me up, especially if I'm asking questions. Yes. And there's no answer that comes with it. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, yeah. for, for an example, if I'm asking you something like, who's that guy or, you know what I'm saying, why did this happen or whatever, and you don't answer, 
I'm like my thought process is, fool, you know I ain't messing with nobody, so I'd be. My quiet. thought process is she keeping her mouth shut because she's trying to keep that fool safe. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. So, so I'm you know, like, why is she trying to keep him so safe? <laughs> why is she more worried about protecting him than trying to fix things with me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And but, it's just an example. It's just an example. This that is not too close to the truth, right? What? That didn't really happen, did it? Not like that. What? Where? The example we just gave. Oh no! No, no. okay, because you're looking at just me saying, like I'd I be was lying about. It. I'm like, wait a minute, that did happen? When that happened? What year? I don't remember that. What the is that? year was. I'm like, no, let's talk about this dude. Twelve. <laughs> let's talk about this dude. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, but I'm here locally. <laughs> right, right. Ooh, ooh, Yeah, but I think um, I think it's important for us who don't do a lot of talking to really assess the situation. And you know, if you gotta take a minute, y'all, for real. To calm down before you talk to your spouse, you might want to back up from the situation for a little bit and then go back and talk to them because sometimes, not sometimes, once you say something, there is no take back. And so I think you have to remember that. And now he, like I said, he's a talker. I'm not. So um, I think that he had a hard time understanding why I would shut down. Um, <laughs> you, listen, production manager, I need you to go sit over there. Cause <laughs> production assistant. A, a production assistant. I need you to go sit over there, okay? <laughs> Look, Jalen's like, don't you take my job away. Okay, sorry about that. Production manager. Um, All right, go ahead and take a seat over there, baby. Yes. Um, see, you got me over here losing my train of thought. I apologize. She asked me if she could play Minecraft after we got finished. Then I told her yes. And then I was like, wait a minute. We got to go get something to eat. And then she was like, okay, but this is our secret. But she was whispering it like right over top of my <laughs> microphone. So I was like, I'm pretty sure maybe everybody already heard everything. Yeah. Krista but, yeah. Baker. Hold on real quick. What advice can you give couples that are engaged to make sure they are ready for marriage? Ooh, yes. Okay. Good question. Good question. I like it. Good question. Um, you, you want to go first? Well, um, and, and the ones who are up here, I, I trust their advice as well. Um, but make sure that you guys have some type of communication system, because honestly, communication is going to be key to your marriage. Um, yes. even, even any relationship that you have, uh, communication is going to be key because if I, if I'm just always shut down um or if i'm not willing to talk to him especially the person who is in my corner all day every day if i'm not willing to talk to him then it's it's not going to work so make sure you guys have some type of uh communication or a way to communicate if you have to write letters to each other and you know pass them and then, you know, respond. If you have to send text messages. I'm about to say, at one point, that's yeah. how we spoke. Yeah. When we had a disagreement, we would go to our corners, and we would text message each other. Yep. The reason why we did that was because I would cut her off, she would cut me off. You can't cut you off can't a text message. You can't cut off a text message. <laughs> I'm going to get my whole thought through, and I'm going to send it. Absolutely. And it's your choice at that point whether or not you want to read it. All right? But I'm sorry. I got I got a whole production team here. I gotta 
<laughs> keep everybody straight. Because yeah. the camera just shook. It was because my sound guy bumped it. All right. But anyway, um, my biggest thing for any couple who's looking to get married, engaged to get married, premarital counseling. Yes. Yes. Premarital counseling. And I know uh, in some communities, uh, counseling is totally acceptable and it's normal. Right. But then there's other communities where we don't talk about going to counseling or therapy right. or anything like that uh, because it seemed like a sign of weakness or somebody's going to think something's wrong. But uh, we were fortunate and blessed enough. Uh, our pastor at the time, uh, Elder Johnson, out in Hampton, Virginia, would not marry us unless we went through premarital counseling with him. Yeah. And it was like so many sessions that we had to do before. And uh, he had us read a book called Communication is the Key to Your Marriage. I forgot who, uh, who wrote that, but we still got a copy of it in our room, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, great book. Uh, we watched <clears throat> seminars. Uh, he did some teaching as well. And it was just one-on-one. Well, one-on-two. Right, Because right. it was he and, and him and the two of us. Yeah. But um, being able to have premarital counseling... More specifically, biblical premarital counseling for those who are believers. Um, Because you want to know not only, in in during premarital counseling, what we found out was some things that I expected of her, some things she expected of me, but also you want to know what does God expect of you all together. Right. You know what I'm saying? What, What is God's mission for marriage why why did he create that why was it ordained the way it was you want to know all of that because marriage is outside of your relationship with god is going to be your most important and most influential relationship that you have here on earth right all right so So. it's it's very serious so anybody who's engaged to get married i can't stress enough premarital counseling get with your pastor get with a a minister that you that you uh respect and that you that you trust um it it would be dope even if you have like uh another couple that's that's in in the faith that can counsel you before you're you're married work out some kinks lord knows it's better to find out that you are not ready or that one party is not fully ready right you guys don't share the same view of the world before you get married right than it is after you get married yeah it's and there's there's so many um, things in the premarital counseling that we did. Like he, our um, Ooh, Jeff, former pastor, yes. he even took us. He went through finances because that's one of the number one reasons of divorce. Number two. Is it number two? Number two. Number two. Yes. So right now, the statistics say fifty three percent of all marriages will end in divorce. Yeah. Which that's a staggering statistic. Crazy. Because that's more than half. All right. But the number one reason for divorce is communication breakdown. Okay. So number two is finances. Number two is finances. Okay. So he you took us that through. would infidelity will be up there. Yeah. But it's, it's easier. It's possible to get over an infidelity if the communication is there. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, he, I mean, he took us through um, the finances, the communication. He took us through even talking about raising Jesus. children. Like, Could you hear that? it was, it was really good, and and it gave us an idea of how we were going to set our marriage up, and 
the great thing about it is he talked to us about his marriage and how they ran things, but he did make sure to tell us not every marriage is going to be ran like that. For for example, with the finances, he was saying that um, he does their finances. And so he off the back was like, she's better at that. So no. No, what? No, that didn't happen off the bat. Remember? No, you did. No, off the bat, I thought I was going to be better because I was so good at math. No. Yes, yes, yes. No, yes. you specifically. You know what? We do this quite often as well. You specifically said to him, <laughs> "She's better with the finances, so I'm not going to be sure? the one." Yes, I'm so sure. Because at that time, I was working for Parks and Rec. I made two hundred and fifteen dollars. Every two weeks, you're making more than I'm every sorry, two weeks. Two fifteen weekly is what it was when I was in Hampton. It was two fifteen, and I would write out my tithes. I would write out what I had to pay the babysitter, what I had to pay, um, uh, what was it like gas? Uh, it was something else that I had to do. Anyway, yeah, I was better at it. At home, I don't remember any of this. You, you boy, you don't ever remember nothing until later. Once this camera go out, see this where the communication is messing up. No, I'm just playing. I didn't say anything. What, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I hear you. You right next to me. She didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously though, um, but yeah, he he definitely took us through a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that we understood that marriage wasn't just going to be this walk in the park. Um, but also to prepare us for, you know, if things did come about, how to overcome those things. So, yeah. um, premarital counseling, yes. some type of communication. Uh, um, the homie Jeff put in the best thing they did for their marriage was take a vow of celibacy. Before marriage. Before yes. marriage. Yes. That's, that's a big, big thing that you can do. I've known a couple of couples that have done that. Um, yeah. In transparency, we did not. We we did not. Um, also, at the time of marriage, we were not. Uh, what's, what's the word I would say? I don't know, because I, I don't know what you're trying to say. Uh, we were check the block Christians. Oh yeah. So we grew up in church, and we went to church on Sundays, and that was about where our faith in God and our walk with Christ ended. That was it. We weren't serious about that's, a relationship with being Christ. Honest. Just being honest. We, being there, honest. There was none of that. It wasn't until we were about, was that 2008? Two, two or almost three years in? Two years in? Yeah. That we actually got serious about the faith? Yeah. Yeah. And, and started to live what we were claiming that we were. Um, so yeah, so for the first few years of our relationship, uh, in our foundation, we, we were not anywhere close to, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the believers that you see today. And, and not to say that, you know, that, that we were bad people. I mean, we, I mean, but we were cool. I mean, we once you got to know us, but you know, we, we didn't have the, the same, the, the same faith that we did. Yeah. So. Or the same views on things that we did back then. Right. Um, right. So, Yeah. So I don't, but I don't want anybody to think that I'm pushing about celibacy because that's what we did and it worked for us. 
No, it we worked. Didn't. It worked for my homie, and I totally support that. If I could go back and do it all over, I would. With, with my mindset and with my belief that I have now, I would definitely do that. Right. I would definitely do that, but we we just did not. Right. Um. That, Moses, I wasn't saved. Yes. <laughs> We right. weren't saved. That's, I mean, that's what it boils down to. I'm trying to say it in the most politically correct way. We just won't say. We, we out there sinning. <laughs> we, was, we, was, we was off the chain. Yeah. We was off the chain. Yeah. We was wrong. Um, let's see. I did everything backwards. I had children first, then got engaged, but it's okay. Okay. And for, for those who feel like that, that, that happens. Right. You can do some math. We got a kid that's about to be 14, and we got one that'll be 12 a few months after we hit our 12th anniversary. Right. So, I mean, and, and again, this is, but God, this is woo, transparency because Lord, a lot of people would have that. you. <laughs> I do, man. A lot of people would have you believe that, you know, everybody does it in a certain order, and if you don't do it in that order, there's no correction it's a in it, failure, but that's and, not and that's true. not the case um, because we had one, and then we had another on the way. But we didn't know that we had one on the way yeah. when we got married. But but still, he was on the way. way. He was on the way. Um, and so, I mean, now that we've reached the point where we are now, um, you know, it's we're okay. And yeah. so, you know, it just because you did things backwards, even... Or you feel you've done things right. backwards or out um, of order. Um, you, and you said in, in, your, in your part, uh, but God is working on me. And that's, that's the best thing. That's it. That's the best thing to have is God working on you and you working on it with God. Because if he accepts you, if, if you're getting it right with him, it doesn't matter what happened prior. Right. It's, it's from what, when you set your heart and your mind forth to, to have that relationship with God, what you do from that point forward and, and know that you're working on it. Absolutely. So, yeah, God can still bless your union. God can still bless your marriage. Even if this is your second marriage or third marriage, that can still be blessed. God can still work with you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't put judgment because if somebody would have judged me as harshly as some people want to, then... Yeah. Yeah. And if we listened to everybody else, we would be nowhere near where we are today. We wouldn't. Um, and not saying that we're so far ahead or anything like that. I'm just saying, Lord knows where we would be. Right. If we listened to everybody else and let them dictate what we felt like we were supposed to be doing. Yeah, but that, that even goes back to, um, you know, how we got close to people who had happy marriages, like Moses was talking about, because... Like when you're, and I hate to, I hate to say it that way, but um, when you're trying to be married, when you're getting engaged, if you have a whole lot of single friends who are still down, you know, we trying to go party every weekend, or we trying to go see what you know this dude got, what this one over here doing, you know what I'm saying? They're like, if we're trying to be us. And they're still trying to be themsies, like it's it's not gonna work. So it's important to have friends who are married, and you can actually see, um, you know, them flourishing and and just yes, 
happy. Yes. It's important, honestly. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, let's see. Anybody got anything they want to add? Oh, shout out to Jerome, uh, Sister Paulette Anderson. How you doing? Uh, David Roberts. Oh, that that's that's Big Bro right there. What up? That's fam right there. What's up? And if Natalie is watching, what's up, Big Sis? Hey. That's that's Champ's older sister and and brother, brother in love, brother in law. That's my fam too. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't do the in law thing. We do in love things. That's that's family yeah, right that's there. Real. You know what I'm saying? That's Big Sis and Big Bro. But uh. Yeah, uh, Rough man, it's that. <laughs> we, we are, we are, we've gotten well into it, we're like at 7.46, oh, sorry yeah. guys, we ain't um, gonna hold you this long, hey Erwin, yeah. he said hi, what's up Erwin, what's up Erwin, Big E, Big yes. E, hold let me do it one time for you, <laughs> there you go, <laughs> that's, um, a, that's an inside thing, we were hanging out with E and, uh, and Mrs. Jackson, and my hair kept getting in the way, and I kept doing that. The whole day we were hanging out. And Not they, inside anymore. They were making fun. They were making fun of me. But yeah. Um, Moses said, "Continue to learn your spouse." Yes. Um, that's that's so, gonna be another another topic for another day. Oh yes. That's another topic for another day. But learn I like that. One. Matter of fact, yes. we'll do that one next week. You wanna do that next week? Yeah. Next week. That'll be our next Champ week. Live. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's there was a lot that we wanted to cover under this topic, um, just because rough patches will happen. Um, for the ladies, especially after you have children, and I know a lot of moms who kind of you dive into your kids and they become. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's do that next I'm week. I'm just saying. Let's okay, do that next okay, week. okay. Let's do that next okay. Week. So this will be continued. This will be continued. We're gonna do this next week. Y'all tune in next week, same time, yeah, yeah, same yeah, channel. Yeah. But before we leave, we have a big announcement that we need to make. We're gonna kick it over to our production manager, oh, Jay yeah, yeah, Lynch. Yeah. Oh, let's go. What you got yeah. over there, Jay? The Grade 5 80 Let's Hoop presents Just Who, a doll 5-on-5 basketball single, ter- single elimination tournament Saturday, September 1st, 2018 at 10 a.m. Cameron University Aggie Rec Center. Entry fee $50 per team due by August 25th, 2018. Se- seven players per team max. Winning team gets $300. First 10 teams to sign up with all dues paid will play. Message Les Hoot Lawton of the Great Five Age on Facebook to sign up. Good job, good job. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, it's back on us. Are you still trying to get camera time? <laughs> it's back on us. All right, cool. <laughs> he was like, I got like my I'm little taking all this camera so, time. Now my little topics that, that I'm gonna do. That's the production manager. I <laughs> messed up a little manager, bit. You know what, you know what I'm what saying that? earlier. That's the production manager, Jay Lynn O. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, um. Let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. You got any parting words, Sam? Um, yes. Forgiveness. Oh. Um, it actually may do more for you than it does for the person you're forgiving because it allows you to let go yeah. of some stuff. Um, and that and, hold that they have on you. Yeah. Because um, when somebody can get a hold on you, they'll try just about anything. Don't so give anybody that power. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Um, and let it go. All right. And that's one to grow on. Production manager, hit the credits, baby. We out.